everyone, and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is Chapter 26. I am your host, the Honorable Greg B., and this is Part 3 of my movie ranks for in 2016. If you haven't heard Parts 1 and 2, hit the stop button right now, or pause button, or whatever. Go back, listen to those, and come back and listen to this. I'll wait. Okay, good. So, we're all caught up. You're ready to go. You... You should know now that we're on to the next 10, which um, would be 30 through 21 uh, in the countdown to uh, number one for 2016. Uh, so we'll start off with number 30 uh, for this uh, round of movies. Uh, and number 30 is the second and I think of two animated films that were on my list. Um, I think so. Yeah, Batman Killing Joke being the other. I don't think there's any other animated films on here. There were a lot of animated films this year, but most of them were um, uh, kid-oriented for the most part. I mean, usually they are, generally speaking. Um, this one and the other one were not at all. This is an R-rated film. Uh, it was produced by uh, Sony Studios. Um, came out on August twelfth of this year. Of last year, sorry. Uh, it made. Uh, $34.2 million opening weekend, 97.6 overall. It did an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good. 66 Metacritic, so the critics definitely like this. 6.3 on IMDb, so the, and a B on Cinescore. So the, you know, the audience didn't love it as much as the critics did. I did not see it in theaters, and it is Sausage Party. Uh, Seth Rowan, uh, Seth Rowan? Seth Rogen. And uh, Kristen Wiig provide the main character voices. Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, a bunch of other people were in it. Um, Selma Hayek, I believe, was a main character, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, yeah, so another vanity project I of sorts for Seth Rogen, and I'm assuming um, I'm assuming his tag team partner, uh, what's his face. Evan Goldberg was involved in this too. Uh, they seem to always work together on these type of films, but yeah. So it was an R-rated um, animated film about food in the grocery store, or just a grocery store in general, mostly food. Uh, all trying to get uh, you know to the promised land, which is in their mind getting bought by somebody, and then they learn all the detail, gritty details of what actually is going on, and they try to get revenge or something on some, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's an all right film. I don't want to ruin it too much. Um, it's, uh, you know, it had its moments and, but the ending of the movie is pretty absurd. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but, uh, it, it gets pretty ridiculous, um, at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, you know, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's your typical Seth Rogen, uh, R-rated comedy, I guess. That kind of group of people. Um, except it's animated and about food. So. But, yeah. I don't know. Um, number three. Uh, yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Right in the middle. Number 30. Or, well, not quite the middle, but almost the middle. Number three. Alright, next up is kind of a controversial film. Not in not in its 
not in the sense that the content of the film was controversial, but just the uh, the hype of the movie, the amount of money it made, but yet how the movie actually came out, you know, and, and was perceived, I guess, ultimately. A lot of people were hyped about this movie. It looked like it was going to be fun. Um, you know, good time movie. Um, a lot of people went to go see it. It made a lot of money, but ultimately it wasn't a very good movie. And, um, it came out August 5th. Uh, it made $133 million opening weekend. Uh, it overall did 325. So yes, it did make a lot of money. Um, it did 26 on Rotten Tomatoes. So not not well well received by the Rotten Tomato crowd. Forty Metacritic, so a little better there. Six point three at IMDb. So the fans seem to like it to some degree. B plus um, uh, on the in the CineScore, and this is the first movie on the list that I actually went and saw in the theaters. I actually saw it opening day. Um, I also went to go see Pearl Jam that day at Fenway Park, but this isn't about that. Uh, and it's, uh, came out by Warner Brothers, and it is Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, a lot of problems with this movie. I was excited for it. Initially, I liked it. I saw it again. I realized it was not very good. The first, like, half an hour seems fun. You know, kind of giving all the backstories of the characters, and, like, you know, it seems like, okay characters i can get behind some of these characters they seem some of them seem interesting you know you interwove batman into it all right cool um and even the flash briefly um the flash flashes in for a brief uh cameo and, and seemed like all right this is cool this could work and then it just bogs down into this i don't even know what to call it it just gets really slow and kind of boring and confusing in the sense that i don't understand what they're doing um or what they think they're doing ultimately they're trying to save the world from um uh this crazy enchantress uh and her brother um which just to me makes no sense in the sense that why like why are they doing this you got this group of villains together and they're coming together to form this this group and then they're going to save the world just out of just beginning save the world save the world that's that's what you start with like not you know stop a bank robbery or um yeah you know or something along those lines no save the world because because batman's apparently busy doing other stuff um superman spoilers isn't around well that that's so spoilery for this movie if if you haven't seen this movie, or you hadn't seen a previous movie to this movie, you get spoiled that movie by this movie. It's not a sequel straight up, but Superman's not around. Let's just leave it at that. But they show the Flash doing stuff, you know. So, I mean, you couldn't get these other people together to save the world? You know, you need the Suicide Squad? It doesn't really make sense. Um, some of the characters just don't go anywhere. They're just boring. They do have the Joker in it, and it's just, I don't know, it's hard for the Joker, for anyone playing the Joker, it's got to be really hard after Heath Ledger did it, and he went such a different direction than Jack Nicholson did it, 
And you know, you, you can't really compare the animated, you know, with Mark Hamill's version. But the, I mean, that's animated. It's it's really hard to compare. But you know, just if you're going straight up, um, and Cesar Romero's version is so. I mean, I, I'm not even counting that one. That that one's just what it is uh, from the '60s. Um, but you know, to, to follow up Heath Ledger and try to do the Joker, it's tough, tough, tough act to follow. You know, coming off the, you know, coming off of what you know what Heath Ledger did in The Dark Knight, and for, you know, I mean, I guess Jared Leto really got into the character in terms of like method acting and like pest he was kind of a a pain to deal with on set and people didn't really and his his portrayal of the character was just kind of weird you know he was like this gangster guy i don't even know he owned like clubs and stuff it's like i don't remember the joker ever being that joker was just a madman that had a bunch of crazy followers and they robbed banks and just you know did chaos it wasn't like they were running um, the mob, like that was more the penguin. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't understand quite understand the character, and uh, you know the 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 Harley Quinn Joker dynamic was, uh, you know, it was it worked to some degree, but it just it was just a little bit off, a little bit off in my mind. Harley Quinn. I mean, Margot Margot Robbie was good as Harley Quinn. Um, Will Smith as Deadshot just seemed a little, I mean, seemed, it didn't quite fit. I don't know what he could have been other than Deadshot in the Suicide Squad, but in terms of, like, being in the, uh, you know, DC, being a DC, like, character, I don't know if that was the right fit for him. Um, I don't know what would have been. I don't think that's. I don't think it was that. Um, not to say that he was bad in the movie. He was definitely all right, but I don't know. It just was a mess. It, it, it started off. It had so much potential. I know they did a whole bunch of reshoots and changed a bunch of stuff, but it didn't really seem to help in the end. Um, but yeah, so twenty nine, which is unfortunate because I, I was actually looking forward to this movie and and initially when I saw it in the theaters, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good and then i started again sub- subsequently started again on D- dvd i did see the extended version but i didn't really notice a whole heck of a lot that really got added a couple s- scenes were extended that for the most part i don't really remember anything that was like too like too different and didn't really change much of the narrative or my opinion i guess would be the way to put it unlike a def- different movie that will be later on this in this uh countdown which I kind of just referenced, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, all right, next up, we got number 28, and um, another outing by Ben Affleck, who was in Suicide Squad as Batman, and we'll talk about him later as Batman, but for now, we're talking about a movie that came out also by Warner Brothers. Yeah, Ben Affleck has some sort of weird deal with Warner Brothers, apparently, although I don't know how that's going to play out now that... Uh, He's not doing the Batman anymore, or at least he's at least not directing it, and he's not writing it. He's still supposed to produce it and star in it, but apparently people are saying maybe he doesn't want to do that anymore. But whatever, this isn't that. Uh, this is uh, the accountant. It came out on October fourteenth. Um, did twenty four million, twenty four point seven million open weekend, eighty six overall. 
uh, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, 51 on Metacritic, 7.4 um, on IMDb, and A for Cinescore. So the fans really liked it, the critics not so much. I did not see it in the theaters. Um, it was one of those movies where I kind of wanted to see it in theaters, but ultimately I did. I just didn't bother. Um, you know, I, I mean, I liked it. Um, I liked it, but it was just... I don't know, the story itself was just kind of blah. You know, right? I get he's he's an accountant, but he also works with these other people, and he, he tries to, he's trying to, I don't know, there's this whole backstory with his mom and his dad, and he was in the military or something, and there was a whole big fight, and he's got, autism or some sort of condition like that i don't know but that that somehow makes him an accountant it's bizarre and he gets hired by this group and then this and anna kendrick gets involved i don't know it's a little all over the place it's a little bit of a mess um it's entertaining to some degree but ultimately i feel like the story kind of bogs down and and just is a bit uneven and and a bit, bit, bit messy. Let's just say. Let's, I mean, Ben Affleck's all right in it. You know, I mean, he's, you know, he he, he obviously plays the the accountant as it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's he's really good at shooting or something. Um, yeah, and then he's got this brother, and his whole side story with his brother, and he's the Punisher, but he's not the Punisher, but he's sort of the Punisher. Well, he was the Punisher, and he's also in Walking Dead. Uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, he plays Shane in Walking Dead. He's the Punisher in Daredevil uh, Season 2. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. But anyways, he's in it too as his brother. Although, I don't know if you're supposed to know that. I might have just spoiled that a little bit. I mean, it's pretty obvious as the movie goes along. Um, Alright, whatever. It is what it is. Um, it's a decent movie if you've got nothing else to watch and it's on HBO or, or something along those lines. So go check it out if you feel the need. Um, Alright, um, next up is number twenty. What was that? Twenty eight. That was twenty eight. So this is twenty seven. This was put out by the Weinstein Group. It was a very limited release. This is one of those movies I was talking about before. This movie actually originally came out in two thousand fourteen, or it was made in two thousand fourteen. Let me say that it went around to a bunch of different um, um, festivals and stuff, and eventually got uh, you know distribution, I guess, and we had our limited release in the theaters. It came out June seventeenth. Uh, it made twenty six thousand dollars opening weekend and fifty five thousand dollars overall. Yeah, it wasn't in a lot of theaters. It was very, very, very in and out. Um, it forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, forty two Metacritic, five point seven um, uh, on IMDb. Uh, Cinescore didn't give it anything. It, I did not see it in theaters. Yeah, based on those numbers, it's a little high on my list, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. And it was, it's clown. Um, so the premise of the movie is just ridiculous as it is. And, um, you know, 
this guy hires a clown who cancels last minute. Um, he's he's a realtor. He's in this house. He decides he's going to play the clown instead. Finds this clown suit in a box. Uh, how convenient that he happens to find this clown suit in, in, a, in the attic of some house he's trying to sell in some weird box. Hmm. And then he puts on the outfit and then he can't get it off and he turns into this killer clown. Um, which, you know, there was a lot of clown sightings this year with clown just hiding in the woods and all this weird stuff, which plays a very big role in this kind of film in luring children into the woods and stuff like that, which I don't know if that was necessarily because of this movie. A lot of people had a lot of speculation that these people that were going around and those random clown sightings had something to do with this movie, but then there was also a Rob Zombie movie that people thought it had something to do. No one really got the bottom of it. People, I think, were just weird and dressing up as clowns, but if they had gone see this movie and decided to do it, yeah, that's a little weird. But ultimately, even though it's got a ridiculous premise and it's, the acting is pretty terrible, um, as a b movie b art horror movie it's pretty good i I liked it I, you know i was pleasantly surprised i expected it to be stupid and terrible but it actually was pretty good as a horror movie i gotta admit um and that's why it ended up higher in my list because i was surprised by it i mean ultimately it's not that great movie but um you know it's something fun to watch you know if you're looking for a stupid horror movie um you know some random night to check out um you know but yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't really have much more to say about it. Uh, it's got the dude from, um, what's he in? What was he in? Um, he's been in a ton of stuff. You, he's like he's not usually like a bad guy in movies. He's like Swedish or something. Uh, he, I know he was in Prison Break initially, and he, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I forget, I don't know what his name is, but like he's one of those, he's one of those guys. that's in a bunch of stuff, and you're like, oh, hey, it's that guy from whatever. Uh, he's the bad, he's, no, no, he's not the bad guy, I don't know what he is. He's a guy that, he's like a guy that's trying to help them figure how to break the spell, like, I don't know, it, whatever, it, it, it's kind of all over the place, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, there's this one scene where he goes to Chuck E. Cheese, it's pretty funny, <laughs> I don't know, I thought it was funny, it's, I mean, it's funny because it's so stupid, uh, it, <laughs> He's hiding in the ball pit. I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. Just go go watch it. All right. Uh, number 26. Uh, going from the ridiculously stupid to the seriously serious, I guess. Um, at number 26, uh, released by Paramount. Uh, it came out uh, January 15th of last year. Um, it did $52 million overall. No, I had this reversed again. It did uh, $16 million opening weekend. Um, and a 16 point, yeah, 16 million dollars overall, and then, uh, or sorry, 16 million, I, 16 million dollars opening weekend, and let's see, overall it did, uh, let's see, I had this backwards in the list, 52.8 million dollars overall, uh, it uh, has 50% Rotten Tomatoes, 48 Metacritic, 7.3, um, IMDb and A on the Cinescore. So, again, similar to The Accountant, people seem to like it, but the critics, not so much. Uh, And this is 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, which, you know, given what happened this year with the election and Hillary Clinton became kind of a a weird 
movie to have come out this year. But uh, basically, it has the story of the 13 hours of these soldiers that were in Benghazi and stuff went bad and people died. And it's not not exactly the most uh, fun movie in the world. Um, Nor is it... um, yeah, I mean it's based off of true true events and stuff, so it's like you know they're not going to fabricate the ending. I mean people did die in this. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not a fun look into this stuff, and that's so that's why it's kind of low on my list because you know it, it, overall as a movie it's it's not bad, but given the given what happened and given the just the the actual trueness of the story, and you know the movie doesn't get very political in nature; it just kind of tells the story of what happened. Um, you know, it's it's not a fun to uh not a fun movie to watch. Let's just leave it at that. So, you know, I got a twenty six. I mean the acting was pretty decent. Um you know, I don't know how much of the story is fabricated, you know, for the movie senses, you know, I and you know, that happens a lot in these movies that are made for or sorry, based off true stories or whatever. It's like how much of this is true, how much does it really happen, like how much like I remember um and I'll get to it in actually in a couple movies. But I remember like The Beautiful Mind came out. And it was obviously based on the John Nash, the um, uh, the um, mathematician and um, uh, economic, uh, economic, economist, economist, or whatever, expert. Um, and, you know, that movie was obviously a huge hit with Russell Crowe and, 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 and all that. But he came to UMass when I was out there. And, uh, you know, he did like a lecture and like, he initially came out and just like, I'm, I'm not here to talk about the movie. Uh, the movie was, you know, what it was, it was, it was fiction for the most part. He's like, yes, I have these conditions, but none of these stories that they made up in the movie for the movie actually really happened. You know, it was a lot less, um, he said it was a lot less fun or not fun. I guess it was a lot less interesting than the story was obviously they're making a, and Hollywood, you know, films, so, you know, and then he went on to just give a lecture about economics, and people were like, oh, okay, okay, so, so, Paul Bettany's not here with, like, the little girl, and you're not gonna, you're not trying to, like, uh, whatever, uh, if, who, Ed, was it, um, oh, uh, if I'm trying to remember, believe of mine, I haven't seen that movie in years, um, um, I don't, wasn't, uh, no, uh, Ed Harris or something was trying to get him to help them, like the CIA or something. I I don't remember. I remember there was like a mailbox or something. I don't know, whatever. None of that, apparently none of that happened. Um, but that's my point. Um, you know, to some degree, I wonder how much of these movies are made up. And it's almost like, why don't they just make, like... It's like they didn't have the idea for how to make the movie, but they had the idea for a movie, and then they get this idea, they wrap it in with an actual story of something that actually happened, and then it's like, oh, okay, we can use this as the story, even though the story is not exactly true. And I wonder how much of that is true for a lot of these made based off a true story. And there's also a fine line between <laughs> between that. I mean, technically... Um, you know, it, it, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based. They always said it was like they're like based off of a true story. And it's like, well, no, it was inspired or inspired by actual events or whatever. It's like, yes, there was a 
murderer named Ed Gain who would cut off people's skin. And that became, you know, you know, that became, um, you know, fodder for, you know, Psycho and, and, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, and, um, what was the other one? Science of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, you know, yeah. Okay. It's based off of this story about this one killer, you know, from many, many years ago. And it's like, okay, well, technically that was based off this one guy. So we can say based off a true events or something like that. Or, you know, something along those lines. And it's like, yeah, but really, how much of that was true? You know, not much. But anyways, um, moving along. Um, and speaking of... Well, not really speaking of that. But, uh, all right, number 25, so we're halfway through now. Um, this movie uh, is another sequel. Um, it came out on July 1st. Um, it's uh, Universal. Did $31 million opening weekend, 79 overall, uh, 54 on Rotten Tomatoes, 55 Metacritic, uh, 6 on IMDb, uh, B plus um, Cinescore, I did not see it in theaters, um, it uh, is the Purge election year, so pro- properly timed name for that, um, so this is the third Purge movie, they had the original Purge and then Purge Anarchy I think was the second one, and this is the third one, um, this is the best one so far, um, of the three. Uh, the first one was, the concept, I, I liked, I liked the idea of it. It seemed like it could have been a cool movie, but they didn't really, it didn't really work. Um, and the second time it was a little better. This one actually improved on the second time. Uh, Frank Grillo is the only one that's been in all three so far, and if you don't know that name, he's been in stuff. Um, he was Crossbones. Well, yeah, I don't want to remember that. He, he played... A character that will become Crossbones in Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier, and then he maybe Crossbones. He he reprises role in a in, in another movie that may be on this list. Um, I don't want to ruin anything yet. And supposedly, I don't. You know, I don't know what else he's been in. I know he's one of those guys, but he's been in all these Purge movies. Uh, it also has got the oh, what was her name from lost um the blonde turned jack were kind of a thing and then she went back in time and then her and sawyer were a thing i forget her name but anyways um she's she's running for president but she doesn't agree with the purge so then she's afraid that like she'll get attacked but she doesn't want to like she doesn't want to get in the secret like you know um, uh, like area because if she does that, then people won't like respect her or something. Like, I don't know, whatever. It, it's pretty cool. Like you know, there's like the society that they they go after and whatever, and you know, obviously the purge is going on, so you got to be careful of what you do and where you are. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's it's pretty good. It's definitely the best of the purge movies, and, and yeah, it's number twenty five. Um, all right, so moving along to number twenty four, and now we're at the top half of the. Um, the list. So we're moving. We're getting there. We're getting there, people. I know it's a long list. There's 50 movies. It's a lot of movies, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, all right. So number 24, uh, similar to 13 Hours, which I just talked about. This was based off of a true story as well. Um, it was released by Disney on January 29th. 
uh, did 10 million opening weekend, 27 overall, 63 uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 58 Metacritic, 6.8 IMDb, and an A, and I did not see it in theaters. And this is The Finest Hours, which, as I record this today, which is um, February 17th, uh, tomorrow, February 18th, is the 65th anniversary of this story. So basically what happens is there was an oil tanker uh, that was out at sea, headed towards New England somewhere. Uh, I forget, I don't know if they ever say where the tank was actually supposed to be going. But there's this huge storm, nor'easter, whatever. Uh, blizzard, nor'easter, something along those lines. This is back in 1952. Um, uh, the, and then it gets kind of lost off of the, uh, off the Cape. And then this, these bunch of Coast Guard guys have to go save them. And, you know, they play up the storyline. It's got Chris Pine and Ben Foster, who, Chris Pine and Ben Foster, let's just, it's just, I'm just gonna lay those two out for you for a moment, because... Well, Ben Foster's already been on this list. He was in Inferno. I should I didn't mention that before, but Chris Pine and Ben Foster. Remember that combo. Uh, but also, um, um, what's-his-face is in it? Casey Affleck's in this movie. Um, there's a few other people that uh, I'm sure you would recognize, but I don't know off the top of my head. Um, it was pretty. It's, it's a pretty cool movie, but it's another one of those movies where like, I don't know how much of this story is true. You know, this whole storyline, Chris Pine, he meets this girl, she's never been on a boat, blah, 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 he's a Coast Guard, so he's on boats all the time, and blah, 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 but he gets a lot of crap because she's the one kind of, like, ruling the the relationship, she asked him to marry her, and it becomes a whole thing, and it's like, yeah, 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 I don't really know what the point of any of this is, <laughs> other than, yeah, she likes him, and they're gonna try to get married, and he's lost, he's trying to save these people at sea. Yeah, I get that. All right, so she's upset and, and worried about him. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 a fun little movie. I don't know. It's, you know, based off of true events that happened in Massachusetts about a boat. I mean, I know they've done that before. This one was quite a long time ago, which gives me another, is another issue I kind of have, because, okay, this movie happened, or this this event happened 65 years ago, like I said. This movie came out last year, and I'm sure there was some book and stuff that they based it on. But, you know, how much of this stories are true, and who's, who's like, alive and remembers it to kind of, like, tell them, you know? Uh, it's a little weird. You know, it's no perfect storm. That's, the, I don't know, I... I don't want to get into the perfect storm, but that, that I don't know. That movie was, I, I didn't love it, but I don't know, whatever. It's not about that. All right, so that was number 24. All right, moving along. Um, we get to number 23. Uh, this is a Warner Brothers movie. It came out on April 29th. Um, it did $9.4 million opening weekend and 20 Point five overall, seventy six on Rotten Tomatoes, six three on sixty three on uh, Metacritic, six point three on IMDb. It got an uh, B um, uh, Cinescore, and I did not see it in theaters. And it is Keanu. Um, it was a very confusing movie title when it came out because I was like, wait, Keanu? Like is Keanu Reeves in it? Is this a movie about Keanu Reeves? Like, 
I'm confused. But no, it's a comedy starring Keen Peel, who are actually on my TV right now as I'm watching Comedy Central for whatever reason. Um, yeah, they they find this cat and they name it Keanu. And then the cat gets stolen by like a mafia, a mob people or something, like a gang people or whatever. And then they have to get it back, but then they got to pretend they're like gang members and stuff. It's pretty funny, you know. It's got its moments, definitely. Um, you know, if you like Key and Peele, you're gonna like this movie. And you know, I don't love Key and Peele, but you know, I watch them every once in a while. They 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 they're funny um, when they can be, when they want to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, you know, and, and there is a little uh, nod to Keanu Reeves in the movie. I'm not gonna give it away, but there's there's a nod to Keanu Reeves. Uh, you know, it's, it's a weed movie. They're, like a lot of the thing is, they're trying to get weed and and drugs or whatever. And then there's a lot of other drugs that happen and stuff. And it, you know, it's 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 a it's a good comedy. You know, it, it's nothing crazy and out of the out of the ordinary or mind blowing. But it's funny. It's got its moments. Um, definitely worth checking out if if you come across it on um, you know I don't know, Netflix or HBO or whatever else whatever it's on i don't even know um stars whatever whatever you happen to have that it might be on check it out um yeah so there you go that is number 23 uh moving on we got 22 uh this is a lionsgate film it came out uh july 27th um it did 9.4 opening weekend and 38.4 uh 38.5 overall uh 66 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, 58, Metacritic, 6.6 IMDb. It got an A minus, and I did not see it in theaters. Um, I, I swear to God, I saw movies in theaters. I know I've only said one so far in this list, but I saw movies in theaters, and I guess maybe that influenced me and helped me help them higher in the list. I don't know, because I have only said one so far. Um, this one is called Nerve. Uh, it starred Emma Roberts. And um, uh, Dave Franco, and it was an interesting, definitely an interesting concept of a movie, which seems like something that, while a little bit over the top and out there, could happen. Um, so basically, it's this: it's the 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 way the the way it works is you you sign up for this game, and it's called you know it's it's this app or whatever. And you can either play or you can watch. And if you watch, you can, you can, you know, you watch certain people do certain things. If you play, you have to do these, like, tasks. And whoever's doing the tasks better, they keep going. And, you know, based off of, like, based off if they can finish the task, they'll continue. And based off of who, how many, like, how many people are watching them, they get, like, points or whatever. And, like, they get ranked, and, you know, you move up the ranks, and eventually, like, you try over a certain amount of time, whoever is, like, top wins or whatever. So, you know, the 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 tasks get more increasingly, increasingly dangerous or or weird or whatever. So, yeah, basically, Emma Roberts is this high school girl, or I guess she's in high school or whatever, that's kind of a, doesn't do anything fun or whatever, blah, she's a boring loser or whatever. So then she plays, tries to play the game. So 
so that she'll get more popular or something or whatever. And then it kind of boils down into this whole weird thing, and then there's all this backstory with Dave Franco and all this kind of crazy stuff happens. It's a pretty interesting thriller movie. Um, you know, technologically kind of Black Mirror-ish, if 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 I want to go that far. Uh, I don't know if that's quite how to explain it. Uh, it's not quite that, um, I don't know, Twilight Zone-ish as Black Mirror is. But it's on a similar vein, I guess. Um, yeah, it's an interesting film. It, it, it kind of reminded me a, a little bit of that movie last year, um... Um, unfriended, but not in a horror movie type of sense, but just kind of like how technology works these days and how these kind of things could happen, relatively speaking. Um, but anyways, and using technology and stuff and in this day and age and whatever, like realistic top technology, not like, you know, <laughs> not like super like futuristic stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's number 22, uh, 22. Alright, so now we're moving into the last movie of this 10. Um, and that is number 21. And this was another Warner Brothers film. Uh, it uh, it opened uh, uh, July 22nd. Uh, did 21.6 million opening weekend. 62.2 overall. Um, did 76 Rotten Tomatoes. 58 on Metacritic. And 6.4 IMDb. Got a B in the Cinescore, and I did not see it in theaters. Surprise, surprise. Um, and this one is another horror movie. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of horror movies this, this year. Uh, Lights Out. Um, this one, uh, it had, uh, there wasn't really, I can't remember anyone that famous being in it. Off the top of my head, I'm sure there's someone I'm forgetting or just not thinking about, but... Um, yeah, so this was an interesting film. There's a lot of backflashes and, and a lot of weirdness going on. I mean, it's a horror movie, so that's to be expected. But basically, the premise of this movie is um, there's a ghost that can attack you, but only if the lights are out. If the lights are on, you can't see it. It doesn't want to attack you. you can't, it can't like be in the light. But if you turn the lights out, there it is. Bang, it's right there. So there's this woman who who kind of went nuts and crazy. And then she has her son, but her sister, the, the sister tries to take the son away. And then the ghost kind of follows them around or something. Uh, I, I don't totally remember, but I, I remember it being pretty good from what it was. I, I haven't seen it in a while. It was a while that I started to go. Um... Um, yeah, so then there's, and then there's this, it turned out there's, I don't know, I want to ruin it, but yeah, so basically there's this ghost that's in the the darkness, and if you have the lights on, cool, but the lights go out, that, that ghost will attack you and kill you and all that sort of stuff. Opening scene of this was pretty fun, or, I don't, I don't know if fun's the right word, but it was pretty cool, the opening scene, uh, I thought it was really good, it gets you, gets you into the film, and then the storyline's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of backstory to it, um, so it kind of jumps around a little bit, but, um, yeah, it was a fun movie, um, and it's number 21 on my list, and there we go, that's, that'll do it for this episode, uh, come back tomorrow, if all goes according to plan, and you'll hear the next 10, uh, 20 through 11, yeah, we're getting up there, we're getting close, and then, you know, 
10 through 1, I'll hopefully be doing uh, um, a joint podcast. Well, not a joint podcast, but a podcast that's not one man. With the, Hopefully my friends will be able to join me, however many that uh, decide, and we'll hopefully they'll have their lists ready to go, and we'll have a nice little round table, I guess, as you want to call it. Um, yeah, and we'll get different perspectives other than just mine. Um, but thanks for listening, and... Uh, if you missed anything for some reason and you're listening to this now and didn't go back and listen to the other ones, go back and listen to the other ones. You can do so at razorvader.blogspot.com. You can also leave some comments, maybe put your lists out there and let me know what you think on my list. Uh, you can also subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. You know, you can hit me up with, you know, subscribe. Just, just subscribe. So that way, you know, when the next episode drops, it'll just immediately be in your queue. And there you go. Um, and, uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, give me a rating. Give me five stars, hopefully. Leave a leave a note, uh, kind of a review. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can also do hit me up on Twitter at Razor Vader. Let me know what you think of my list. But let me know your list or whatever. Uh, yeah, and that will do it for this episode. I'll catch you tomorrow, hopefully, um, or next time, whenever you tend, whenever you listen to it. I guess uh, who knows when you're gonna actually listen to it, right? Or if ever. Maybe you'll see this in like three years. Be like, hey, I wonder what 2016 had for good movies. Oh, this guy did a list. All right, let's check it out. Uh, Probably not, but maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time.